Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to The Big Interview, season 2017-2018. Before this interview starts, a brief announcement. This season, we're inviting our listeners to join the Big Interview Members Club. In Spanish football, they call them socios, members. They are the lifeblood of the club, de facto owners, and they get special treatment in return. That's how this will work too. Here is everything you can get if you choose to become a socio of the Big Interview for £2.99 a month. You get one extra exclusive Big Interview episode. No one except the socios will hear this. Join now and you'll get Raphael van der Vaart. David Silva. Ah, that's it's a joy to watch. Yeah, that's a joy. That, that goes away. The real number 10s. Mm. Because you have to be like Pogba. Big players, strong, box to box. And I think when you have still players like, like me, like uh, Silva, Schneider, Iniesta, mm. I think that's why you're going to buy a ticket. Yeah, for sure. And me too. You get a brand new weekly show. We call it The Big Inside View, where I'll give you my take on what I've learned, seen or heard over the past seven days in football. Socios will also receive bonus shows during the season, including question and answer specials around big events like Classicos. All that for £2.99 a month. Less than a pint, less than the price of your favourite football magazine, less than a match day programme. Go to patreon.com slash Graham Hunter to join us, to sign up now to make this happen. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Graham Hunter. Join us. Make the big interviews bigger. If you listen to part one of Slavin Bilic here in the big interview, you'll know that when Neil and I travelled to Hamburg and then by train to Rothenburg to reach West Ham's pre-season training camp, it was well worth it. Section two is where I get a little bit effervescent about Dejan Savicevic. I get equally excited about Darko Panchev. But also, it's always appealed to me, and I hope it's come out in some of these big interviews, that the one-on-one psychology of battles all over the pitch is something that, retrospectively, most footballers enjoy explaining. And as a centre-back, that's what Slavin does here. I was fortunate enough to report at France 98. And that semi-final defeat of Croatia, in only their second-ever senior tournament, was just a remarkable match. Bilic takes us back to those moments. The key to these interviews is that Bilic offers me something I didn't know about the Croatian team spirit. You'll find it interesting. And then finally, if you happen to be English, this has been a summer where the junior teams have been exceptional, but everybody's saying, will they make the leap forward? Will they get enough game time? Listen to Bilic on the development of a young Luka Modric. And, as ever with a big interview, enjoy. You've said a lot about Alan Boxage. Yeah, so there, there may be there's something 
else to say because let me throw this at you. I remember when before Manchester United beat you, Juventus went for nearly eight years, seven, eight years, when they were never knocked out of Europe. They maybe lost in a final, but they won, lost a final, won, lost a final, and they came to 99. And Manchester United beat them, losing 2-0 in Turin. I was there, the 1-1 at home, blah, blah. And I remember the, the Turin crowd, a hard crowd, who threw bottles of urine at us and coins all night and applauded Manchester United off the pitch when they won 3-2 in 1999. But Ferguson said, retrospectively, looking back at that, that he couldn't win against Juventus before that night. He, he couldn't find a way. And he, I remember in his, in his autobiography, which he wrote with Hugh McAvaney, he said, I looked to my left and he said, I, th- I said, thank God it's only Carlo Ancelotti, not Lippi because he found Lippi intimidating. And the striker, Juve, Juve was a team, a unit, a squad, but the striker who dominated and hurt Manchester United when they couldn't beat Juventus was Boxic. Boxic, yeah. Maybe tell us about his... He was scary. He was... He, 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 was, he conquered Italy. He was also... I, when, when Boban came, at the same time Boxic... To Hayug. Yeah, at the same time Boxic, uh, when Boxic was was uh, his 1970, January, February. So it was maybe a year after. He, he was a bit younger. He came to us and to, to improve our team because we were going to play under 12 tournament in Rome. And by coincidence, he bought Lazio shirts. <laughs> when we were he in could Rome. see the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, then he, he played really good for us, for Hadouk split. Then 1991... He went to Olympique Marseille. Yes. Yeah. And then, then he played unbelievable there. And then Lazio bought him for some crazy money because Cragnotti at that time was a chairman with massive money and everything. And then, and then he played his first year for Lazio was like he was by far the best striker in Italy. He conquered Italy. And he was, of course, recognized in La Gazzetta and all that. And then he went... To Juventus, and then but then he became injured. He got injured, his knee, and then he went after that back to Lazio, and then Middlesbrough, and uh, he was unbelievable. He was a power machine, quick, unbelievable, with with more than enough, more than enough skill. I told you the difference between yeah. him and Shuker. Bokšić was not calm as Shuker was. Bokšić was like, if if uh, Bokšić also maybe knew that seventy five percent of the goals were scored from that uh, spot, and he would go first couple of times. But if first couple of times the ball went <laughs> to another spot, third time he wouldn't go there. He would go to another spot, you know. So he was he was he was I would call him a beast, brilliant player. Did he give you one of your happiest nights in football for my? When split, yeah, when the course. last ever, yeah, yeah, Yugoslavian Cup, Cup final, Tito's Cup, yeah, it was 1991. Red Star won the European Cup against a couple Marseille. weeks later, right? A couple of weeks before, I think before. Maybe you are right because it was Egypt. But I think they, I think we entered the final in Belgrade uh, with them as a champions, European Europe. champions. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Brilliant team and all that. So we had no chances, basically. But it was pouring rain, a little bit of that. And we, of course, we defended and everything. We had also a good team. Of course we had a good team, but nowhere near them. And But he was amazing. And he scored that goal. We did them 1-0. 
and we scored, and that's that's the. Can I name some of their teams so people can understand the achievement of winning Marshall Tito's Cup for the last yeah, time before yeah, Yugoslavia yeah. broke up? So Stojanovic in goals, Radonovic, Maravic, then Djugovic. Djugovic, just an went to unbelievable footballer who played until he was about 76 because <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, Dodici, He's Romanian. Who was who just talking, controlled yeah. everything. Like, like Eastern Beckenbauer, let's say, like Beautiful. that. Sweeper Beautiful. with a style. I guess he possibly won... I think he won the European Cup. He won it Cup twice. With, with Stahl and against with Barcelona. Red Star. And then Red Star. Yeah. Najozowski, I don't know, but Prozneski. Brilliant. At yeah. seven. Mihailovic, ah. sent, sent off. Darko Panchev, who, if I remember correctly, was a little dark-haired guy who wanted the ball given to him so he could hit an overhead kick. Uh, the, the biggest disappointment... I had you was the Red Star Marseille final because it was dull. Because in in Red Star, I'm sorry to say this if it's a bad thing to say, but he could play. Panchev. What? Panchev was a typical goal scorer. Typical goal scorer. You know what I mean? It's very hard to find people. I I enjoy this because you love football. Yeah, because you know. I know I look silly and I say crazy things. Ago. I told you this beforehand. No, I warned you. Somehow we look like a. Two, maybe three like grim old old guys who are now talking about but don't you feel the same people. yeah I do but, thank you you know but it's it's. do you know the crazy thing the people out there yeah so I, do they no, there are still crazy people around so yeah but listen Panchev Darko Panchev he was goal scorer brilliant goal scorer so he played for Vardar Skopje he, he is from Macedonia he's Macedonian he won the golden boot, like he won, he was top scorer of ex-Yugoslavia league. And then he moved to Red Star. And there's a story about him when he came to Red Star. And Red Star was already like, Red Star was always like Man United. This is Red Star in ex-Yugoslavia of Man United. And Darko Panchev comes and apparently he goes, listen guys, if I'm Outside the box. Don't give me the ball. But when I have the ball inside the box, don't shout, give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's but, but, but he made good his promise because oh, when he had the ball inside the box, he scored. Panchev was one of them that I told you. I one of watching one of, him, man. One of them like Shuker. Yeah. You know, I remember I played for Hajduk Split. He played for Red Star. And you are marking him and you are good. You know, you are brilliant. He didn't touch a ball. And then I remember, I, I remember those things. You know what I mean? One of the hardest things or one of the the the... the key points of being a good defender, good centre-back is, okay, of course you are marking your player. When you see the game, when he's with the back to the sure. ball, you are marking him. You see the ball, you see the player on the ball, and you see your... your do I go? Do I stay? But then, when, the, when that ball comes on a side, on a flank, then you are still with your boy. Now you are running towards your goal, and 95% of the centre-backs then, or even now, they are with their player, they are watching the forward... And then, in one moment, you watch the ball. Hmm. And then you watch the ball, and I think, my forward is here. Hmm. And a lot of times, they are here. 
But a lot of times, those exceptional forwards, hmm. you, you, sometimes you turn your attention to the ball, and then the cross comes, and then your forward is like five yards there, and only, only luck can save you, you know, for him to miss the cross, or, and you had it, and you're well done like that. But it's, it's basically your mistake. So Panchev against me, or who was great in that? Robbie Fowler. For sure. Robbie Fowler is like, was one of them. He goes a little bit, drop the shoulder, and then goes on a far post. And you think, because you are ball watching, you think like, okay, I have, have him under control. He's nowhere near you. And that is Panchev. We have to come that back to this, the main story. But you made me, you spiraled me off again, because this is something I've always wanted to say to a top class centre half. You, we hear descriptions like ball watching, you used it there. But I've always thought, if you're a centre half, you're processing so much information in your head. Where's the keeper? How's the wind? Who Does this guy cross? Will he cut back? When's the ball coming? If the ball comes low, am I correctly positioned my feet right? And you've got Darko Panchev or Michael Owen or Robbie Fowler on your shoulder. Yeah. Okay, or Gianluca Vialli. Doesn't matter who it is or in training, box it. Yeah. But you, the amount of things that you're processing when the commentator goes, oh, and the central defender, Belich, he, he lost his attention. You're like a computer. The advantage is with the forward in that situation. 100%. The advantage is with the... No, you're no, dealing no, with... No, 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 no. But you're, 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 the advantage is on you. Until you tell me how. Because he has to... He has, the ball has to get to him. Not his problem. And he has to score. He okay. has to hit the target. Okay. Well, you are quite happy as a defender. The You don't need to get a ball. You are more than happy. <laughs> Your job is uh, that you don't get a ball. As long as it doesn't if go to him or Exactly. Him. Yeah. So it's, and, you, and you are. It's, it's all. Second time I haven't convinced you. Second time. That's, this is bad. No, it's this not is bad. bad. Darko Panchev. There's some other guy. I don't know. He, he, he played at 10. I don't know if he made it as a Savitri. big guy. Dejan's genius. He's genius. They used to call him genius. Oh, il genio, il genio in in Milan. Wow. He was like Platini times ten for me. He never. He never. He starts. Come on. Come on. Okay, let me make my case, and you can be three zero on me. It's your hotel. Fine, but his studs never touched the ground. He looked like one of these horses that you see in Vienna. Dancing to the music, beautiful tassels, perfect coordination. Also, like Platini, if you take the strip off and you put him in ordinary clothes, maybe he looked like a businessman. And when he's on the pitch, nobody knew where he was. He was a ghost. He could do anything with the football. And also, with just a little shift of the shoulder or whatever, he could move you and how he used the ball, man. You'd pay to watch him playing with ten idiots. That's what you would do. He was dribbling without touching the ball, just dropping the shoulder. I mean, he done it to me, few times, of course. He once, I, once in splits. Uh, I mean, he didn't score, but what he done to us, uh, you know, those kind of things you never forget. You know, I was twenty, whatever. The way he, unbelievable, unbelievable. Then, but it's also character. Mm. It's also people talk about skill and everything, but it's a character. Who told me Boban? Yeah, Boban's, Boban played with him at Milan. All right, and Boban, you remember that time Milan wasn't doing good. They were doing like quite bad, I think, under Capello. Uh, at the end of Capello's era there. And, and 
San Siro pitch used to have, they used to have big problems with the pitch. Sure, sure. It was awful. They shared the pitch like still they are. Uh, with they Inter. shared the, sta- the stadium with with Inter, and the pitch was very, very extremely bad. So Zvone told me, Bogan told me, we are playing awful. Mm. Not that game, but for like like six or seven, eight games, the whole season is like bad. They are whatever, I don't know, but they are not challenging for a title. They are somewhere like six, seven, fifth, whatever, bad, bad for Milan. And Zvone told me, we are playing a game against, let's say, Piacenza. And we are losing home, he said. We are losing home and the whole state, you know, in Italy, it's like... The, They're not very patient. As Jacko said, they are not criticizing you. They are humiliating you. <laughs> they are killing you, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's a strong so that. And so, Boban told me, like, 15 minutes ago, we are all hiding. Nobody wants the ball. Yeah. Maldini doesn't want to aim. Hey, we are talking about Maldini, those kind of players. Boban, this one, this one. They are, like, whistling and everything. Savicevic, give me the ball. <laughs> They gave him a ball. Boba said, we gave him a ball. And he doesn't play safe. No, he risks. He loses the ball. They, they whistle, scream. Again, give me the ball. Brilliant. Give me the ball. Brilliant. Give me the ball. Because that, that's, that's him. So Bion is genius. Maybe over the top. Not maybe. Definitely over the top too much. But that's why he's so a genius. What did you say early, early doors? Character. 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 You know, you know what people... the biggest difference, sorry, the biggest difference, you know, especially for the big clubs, the reason when they are buying the players, it's a character. Mm. Okay, of course, you, you have to have some... They begin some with standard, ability. Of course. They begin, begin with ability. But it's about the character. Can you handle all this? Can you handle the pressure? Can you want the ball when everything's desperate? Can you deal... With the media, can you deal with exactly? But 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 you have to. But as a you know, you have also me. I, I'm also me. I would like my players to listen to me, whatever I say. Whatever I say for them to say yes, yes, boss. This is uh, this is not wood. This is plastic, or this is white if it's black, or this is black if it is white. I would love it. But then at the same time, how can you expect that? To, from the players to be like that and at the same time to go in front of 60, 70, 45 or 80,000 people and be without any fear, to be with, with the confidence. It's you see, we, this is where you're helping us because none of us, not none of us, some of us listening to this are going to do what you did. We're not. 99% of those listening to this aren't going to do this. But everybody, we don't, people who don't have your experience, who don't have your ability... Don't make a mistake. We don't only dream about having the ability. We don't fall asleep bossing the defence or scoring the winning goal in the World Cup. We all believe that we would handle it as well. But but, but, but what none of us know until we have this kind of conversation is, what does that mean? And I see players who are burned out mentally, who never see their family, who travel constantly. I see really good players. Okay, for example... The guys we've been talking about are way, way better than, for example, Winston Bogard. Winston Bogard left Barcelona and said, I'm going to sign for He made a mistake. I'm going to sign for Chelsea because I want a team which pays me well, but I don't want to be in the Champions League anymore. I don't want to be traveling all the time. You see, I see players when I travel with Spain, 
in winning two, three tournaments, and you see them going, ah, oh, another day, another hotel bed, another tactical session. The season is nine months long, no rest, three summers in a row. So Guardiola introduces, don't go to concentration, Friday at home. People, as much as we explain it, we can't explain the pressure, the relentless pressure of the 80,000 on the bad pitch and 1-0 to Piacenza or the 75th flight of a season, the 75th time you say to your kids, I'll see you in three, blah, blah. But it's all there. It isn't just the injuries or the better players or the manager not liking you. Uh-huh. The point of the previous story was you won the last Marshall Tito Cup yeah. against that side that you've just yeah. described. And you did have good players we did. But you won. Um, we, we left you talking about... Maybe we'll leave the brilliance of Yarny and Stimac and Asanovic and whatever for another day. You get to 96. It catches our imagination. Um, we love the mix of um, national pride, new identity, beautiful strips. And, oh, look, <laughs> they can play too. Fantastic. Vlajevic. I can't remember when he has his encephalitis. Yeah. But he has it. Plays for Valencia. I think scores the first goal in the in the yeah. in the Euro '96 game. Yeah, yeah, against late Turkey. last last minute or one minute to go. The story's already beautiful. You qualify. I don't know. Pick anything you want from that experience, that tournament. But I want to say something that I remember from then and and, and now, because you grow up. Sorry, German fans. I do respect you. I do respect your country. And it's where we're recording at the moment. But you grow up wanting Germany to lose. That's what you grow up. Yeah. When they win all the time. When Bayern win all the time. Yeah. Also when they're... It's like... What's her name in um, Fatal Attraction? And she's in the bath. And, and Michael Douglas is yeah, holding yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, And he takes his hands off. And she goes... Yeah. And it's Germany again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you lose to them in a game that I think... Glenn Close. Klinsman... Glenn Close should have been sent off as well. But <laughs> Glenn Close is in the bath. Klinsman should have been sent off in the... Thanks for playing, though. I, thank you. I was wheeling and waiting for... You know, in modern rules, Klinsman's sent off in the first 15 minutes. Maybe you love the physical nature of that game. But Germany, in that instance, I thought, get lucky. I get lucky, yeah. Because, because the referee goes, yeah, it's fine. Stimmats got sent off, yeah, but you know, because... Yeah, but you know, we, we we had a good tournament. We were nervous and all that, but we we beat Turkey very very like tough game, not very pretty game without any chances. And then Asanovic played the ball to Vlaovic and last last minute goal one nil, and that opened us. We beat Denmark three nil. After that, with with Schuker's chip over Schmeichel last one, and then. We lost the third game, but changing the but side a little bit. Side. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. three of us played, three or yeah. four of us, and then again quarterfinal against Germany. It's always Germany, 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 uh-huh. and we had a really good game, but we went down to ten men, and we lost to one. Maybe it was foul on Yerkan and all that, but uh, that defeat against Germany, then we realized how good we are. And that helped. That helped us. The defeat. Because us. you know the gap is so small between uh, you yeah, and Germany. And also we. No, no. Yeah. Then we found out. But because we didn't, I told you about all those stories that Blažević was telling us in France. He was telling us the same things in uh, in '96. 
we, we didn't believe that much, that we are better than them, better than them, or that we can compete with them, with them, with them. After we lost against Germany 2-1, the disappointment was so, so huge. It was unbelievable. We cried in the dressing room, we cried on the pitch and everything, blah, blah, blah. But also, the, the proudness of the knowledge, we realized then that we are, we are, we are good as a team, as they were. And that definitely helped us to beat Germany in the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Two years later. Yeah. That helped us. Um, in that game in 96, I remember there's, there's a, I don't know which player it was. There's the little, I had a big, big, I should have been sent. There, there's a little kick on the touchline, yeah. How did you know? How many people ask you about that? There was a little kick. No, it wasn't a kick at I all. I thought you were and trying to get the, the, some of the grass off the pitch or oh, something. Oh, I know Christian Ziege from my time in Germany. I also played in Germany and he played Successfully for Successfully for Karlsruhe, for yeah. Vinny Schaefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know everything. And so <laughs> we were losing already 1-0, I think, and Christian, he collided with his player and he went down. And I gave my hand to him, let's, like, in German, like, get up. And he said something like, something bad, but okay. And then I was angry and I went with my studs, but I stopped my head. I stopped my foot. Well, big, big respect to Christian, because if he had made a meal out of that, which it could have happened, of course, I would definitely be off. And the thing that you mentioned, if he had sent Klinsmann off, then I would be definitely off. But the, uh, okay, um, but okay, it was like few he allowed himself me. room exactly. to not send you exactly. off. Exactly. But and you remember the Klinsmann thing that I'm talking about? Eh? Yes, I do. Yeah, now yeah. it's a red. Eh? It's a red. Now a thousand percent. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. So, um, what does '98 feel like? Because now it's a completely different experience. I imagine you lose Boxic eh, to injury. Yeah. But you've got tournament experience. Each of you has grown a little bit in your clubs. You know where the gap is. You go to France where, um, I guess, the the field allows you... I, I always think the European Championship is possibly more elite. There are... Yeah, yeah. It's, diff- it's more difficult to win the World Cup. To win, of course, it's more difficult to win the World Cup because you have Germany, uh, you have Brazil. At least you have Brazil and Argentina. For sure. At least that. Uh, you have more. But at least that. But to pass the group, it's 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 more difficult to pass the in group the Euros. in Euros. Yeah, old-fashioned Euros, like when you have four teams, two goals. Uh, but so, but we came as a we had a really bad qualifications. We were also slaughtered back home, and uh, Danes. What is like irony? Uh, Danes helped us because they didn't lose. If they had lost the last game in a group stage, uh, it. it in our group against Greece, we would be third. They drew nil-nil. They were first. We were second. We went to playoffs Greece against Ukraine. Out. Greece go out. So Danes, Danes help us. Wow. Schmeichel and them. So at the World Cup, our group is, we are like a little bit, we are shaky. We all have careers for our clubs and all that. No, no. But, but we are, the press and everything, you know what I mean? It's, we are not that great. We are underachieving. Underachieving. And group is uh, Jamaica, Japan, Argentina. Uh, we are Argentina are the favourites, but behind them we, we are supposed to go through. 
Mexico, especially back home, Jamaica. Mm. I think Japan, they don't think. But everybody knows Japan can play yeah, by then, but, that's for sure. But Yeah, listen, Slavin, we come from Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Against Scotland, everybody's an underdog, okay? So, so ja- Jamaica 10 yeah. goals, Japan yeah, 6, yeah, okay. we understand. So we, 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 we beat Jamaica, okay, not easy, but 3-1. Second game against Japan is very difficult. It was played in Nantes. It was 42 degrees on a pitch. And uh, I remember them having a great chance in the first half that Ladic stopped, the goalkeeper, who had a brilliant tournament. And then, of course, Shukar. Dabar, has to be Dabar. One chance, yeah. he scored the goal, 10-12 minutes to go, and we beat them 1-0. So suddenly we are, before the Argentina game, we are through. Us and Argentina, six points each, both of them are on zero. The group was like that. We are through. The press conference is sensational. Yeah, press conference. Uh, he changed the game. Uh, he changed the team against Argentina again, and then last sixteen. Romania, Romania, very good team, of course, but not better than us. Very difficult game. Difficult Penalty. to pick out who's a Romanian. Yeah, yeah. blonde, blonde, yeah, yeah. All blonde. All, 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 okay. all. They all like their hair and all that, but difficult game. But one nil penalty. Shukar, well deserved, one nil, and, and and you know we are that that's one thing that I'm telling to most of the international. I told the story to most of international coaches or managers when we were on those seminars because I was, I was six years, you know what I mean. I wasn't like one in charge of Croatia. Yeah, I was six years. It's a long, long. Two thousand six, two thousand twelve, right? Exactly, and that's regarding to this story about ninety eight. You read, it's not against them, but just to say the story, to tell the story. You read about problems in Dutch camp, like after three weeks together. You read about the problems if in Serbia camp, Yugoslavia camp, that camp, that camp, that in, camp. England camp. Yeah, but yeah, but not major in, in Baden, problems. Baden? But not major, but... Uh, and then, and then, and I know that because I've been through that as a player and as a manager. You know, what's the biggest difference between qualifications and tournaments? In qualifications, you gather on Sunday night. The game is on Friday or Saturday. Sunday night, you come, yeah, you're in a hotel, all that, yeah, how do you do? You see your friends, you play abroad, he plays there, you play there, you see some puff, 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 then Monday, you see some relatives, blah, 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 all that, you have a coffee, have a this, this and that, you are training, Puff, puff, Thursday, you are traveling, and then it's, it's all game day. good. Game day, Ooh. you win. Bye bye. See you next month. You know, bye bye. See you. It sounds pretty good. So good. Yeah. If you lose, not that good, but it's all, it's very, it goes like this puff, puff, puff. You qualify. Hmm. You go three weeks before to a kind of a preseason, after the season. Yeah. Pre-season and then group stage is another two weeks. So it's five weeks. Beginning of end of May, beginning of June. You're supposed to be on holidays after the long season. Fifty men, players, staff. Fifty men all together. Five zero. Five zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be clear. All together. For five weeks, 
big egos. This, this, you have to manage it. So, I read, is it 94 or 98? I don't know. Dutch camp, camp problems. This Na- camp. 96. Problems. Yeah, yeah. Or they that lose the second game. The Serbian, they lose the second game always 6 0, you know, <laughs> like, like 7 1 or whatever. Nigeria 98, exactly. they, they argue about it's money. It's hard. It's hard. In Croatia, no matter who's the manager, you, you think it's because of you. No, it's not because of you. It wasn't because of Blažević, it wasn't because of me, it wasn't be- it's not now because of Chacic or whoever was the manager. It, we, we, our players, the more they are together, the more they enjoy. Yeah. And that was with Whoa. our generation, and that is even now with this generation. Listen, 2008, I'm the manager. We are in Austria. We beat, we won all three games in the group stage. Austria 1-0, Germany 2-1, Poland 1-0. Lost in quarterfinals against Turkey in a most, in a in, in, in very uh, uh, hurtful way. I blame, the, the, four, I blame the fourth official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, the substitute... Now, they blame me. Okay, no. Of course, but that, that's, that's my responsibility. Yeah, but what, I'm not talking about that now. So we are together for six weeks. Six, six and a half. Big decision. I thought we were going to win it. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to win it. The players also thought that we were going to win it. So the down is unbelievable. The down is like puff. Tomorrow we go home, go to Sheraton, hotel in Zagreb, and I say, like, okay, guys, get over that or whatever. Mm-hmm. See you in a couple of months' time. August, no qualifications and all that. I see, hey, believe me, I see 10 of them, but 10, not 4, not all of them, but 10 of them. They go together to a restaurant to have a dinner. <laughs> and I go, hey, I go. <laughs> After seven weeks After together. After seven weeks. <laughs> That's the thing about Croatia. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So back to 98, we beat Romania, but we are not bored. We are enjoying to be together, you know, it, we, are, we are rising, really. We are, we are so happy that we are staying a few more days. We are so happy that we are playing Germany. You remind you me can't of... believe that, that, what kind of energy can that gather. Does this begin in Chile, in the World Cup, Youth World Cup? You're injured. But I, I hear I stories. I was injured, I but would that I, they wanted I, to stay. I wasn't part of that. They wanted to go. That 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 generation you're talking about. They love being together. They love the adventure of being in Chile. They win it. They, they loved does it, it. Does it begin I wasn't there? there. That? I don't know. I wasn't there, and you know what I mean. But if you hear the stories, the whole the whole thing now. Uh, the one of the biggest. Uh, a subject in Croatia every every year or whatever it doesn't always have to come from Croatia or Serbia or Bosnia is how 
ex-Yugoslavian team would look now. Like not only Modric-Rakitic, but Modric-Rakitic-Mandzukic plus Džeko plus uh, Tadic or whoever from Serbia, Kolarov or them or them or them. I don't know, because I didn't play for Yugoslavia. Maybe, maybe Mandzukic wouldn't be the position to start his career that early. Because Croatian League, okay, as we say, everything is about the balance in everything. For every so Croatian League is not the greatest league. Of course it's not the greatest league. But Croatian League gave opportunity to Modric, Mandzukic, Krančar, Srna, whoever, Perisic, whoever, Badel, Čorluka, to play when they were 18. Mm. And it's also the league that, that it's on the telly, it's also the league that it's on the papers. So that's the big difference between... between I remember once I was flying from Zagreb to London or London to Zagreb and I read 442 magazine and there was an article about a great Arsenal uh, generation that won the Youth Cup in whatever, I don't know what season. And like, where they are now. And of course the journalists, they want to uh, like slaughter the... Why didn't Arsenal they come through? Or whatever. Only one made it. Yeah. Maybe... Matthew Upson or whoever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah, but it's, dif- it's, it's difficult. It's impossible because you want to have the best league in the world. And that the team is full of Thierry Henry, so Dennis Bergkamp, or this one, or this one, or this one, or this one. In Croatia, when you are 17 or 18, you are talented. Uh, play. You play. And you are also giving interviews. And you're also on television. And you are playing very competitive games. By the way, Modric, when he was in Dinamo Zagreb, and Modric at Arsenal at that time, was like equivalent, number 10 of the youth team. Modric, when he was 20, in space of two years, from 18 till 20, he already played 20 games for under-21s, when I was his manager. Then he already played... 50 games for Dinamo Zagreb, also qualifications for 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 uh, Champions League against Werder Bremen, against Arsenal. Played European League, six games, full stadium packed. At the same time, this guy he didn't play; he only trained. He so only trained with Bergkamp. Are we talking about travel, pressure, responsibility, learning, everything, review, everything, everything? Modric in that time kicked all the boxes that were important and necessarily for his improvement of the the player. That take a talent. Let's say, let's say, for example, on your argument from the 442 article, maybe there was a six or an eight or a three in the Arsenal team of the same quality as Modric. But he lost minimum two years before he was judged in terms of pressure, responsibility, learning, training, review. Yeah. Because he didn't play. Probably there was none of Modric. I used the wrong name. Not Even wrong when I name, said no, Modric, no, no. I used the wrong name. But about, I about bet your you, argument, I, I bet you, I bet you, I, I, bet you I bet you that minimum half of them would have made a respectable career in football if they were Croatians. Hundred percent. When I when I come hundred percent. When I come back to this argument all the time, I remember that I only use this example because I've lived in Spain fifteen years and they did they did well over some tournaments. And Fernando 
Torres was the was the interview retrospectively when he was at Chelsea to try and understand it. And he said that when Spain won the World Cup in 1999 in uh, Nigeria as under, I guess, under 19s, under 20s, they were kids. World Cup is under 20s. Yeah. Marchena, uh, Casillas, Xavi. Torres said when that team won, they began to break through. But when we won the European champions as under 17 or under 19s, we were at clubs where initially they said, just like you said about Arsenal, we must buy, we must always entertain. It isn't even about whether we get a Perez or a Bergkamp. At the clubs he was talking about in Spain, La Liga, they said, it's a sign of power and manliness and, and status to be spending. And therefore kids maybe broke through, broke through kids at 24. And Torres said, what changed is... As we kept winning youth tournaments, clubs said, we have to try them now. After one tournament, no. Two tournaments, no. Three tournaments, okay. So the generation, just to back your argument from a Spanish point of view, that won three straight senior tournaments, most of them began to be trusted early. Whereas the ones before them who were talented and were maybe winning European or coming second in the Olympics or whatever. They weren't trusted quickly. There was a, even in Spain, just like England, there was a problem of it saying, that guy's talented, use him now. I, I, well, I don't know what happened in Spain, but in Spain, something happened in Spain, and I talked about that and I tried to remember uh, my point, because I, something happened in Spain. I, you, you should know that, you, not me. You, you reminded me that. of it because you said because, the Croatian League, the players play. Yeah, but in Spain, I'm not talking football, I'm talking sport. I remember Spain before, like, let's say, they won 2008. Okay. Yeah. So I'm talking about 10, 10 12 years ago. They were bad in every sure. sport. Football, they were cruising in the qualifications. Every tournament, they were like favorites to do well. Maybe not to win it, but to do well, well, well. So fragile. Uh, 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 Formula One, nothing. Tennis, nothing. Basketball, talented, talented, nothing. Suddenly, 2008 football. Then Alonso, Formula One. Then Nadal and then. Then basketball, they won everything. Something happened in... I don't know how. If I give what you what, what they tell me, what, what they say... Good Patanegra. 1994, Patanegra. <laughs> Patanegra was always there. Eh? This, is, this is the most beautiful jamón that they have in, in Spain. The, the people say, watching Spaniards win. Just like you talked about experience at 17, 18 in the Croatian League. Luka Modric did things, learned things, took responsibility for defeat, understood, saw travel, understood the temperatures aren't the same in every country in Europe, food yeah, is different, yeah, yeah. learned to live with four hours sleep after a big game, age date, okay. In, in Spain, 92, the, the, the Olympics, watching Spaniards win, right, watching the yeah, pride, yeah. seeing, like you said about Olic, look kid, yeah, 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 yeah. you can win the javelin, okay. you can win the karate, there's the change. I, 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 we dropped off about um, who said they are knights of Croatia? Who said Tujman was giddy with victory like a kid? Because we were in the middle of that game. We were talking about revenge, the big revenge scenario. 
Croatia, Germany. Yeah, but revenge is. Don't tell me it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Revenge, revenge. Come on. It should, should, I'm, I, let's say I, I was a hard player, but I don't like the word revenge, you know, in football. Because? You know, because it's not. It's not. It, it shouldn't be there. Revenge, revenge. Every good coach, revenge, every good player tells me yes. the same. Yeah, no, I mean. We but, believe in it, but yeah, okay, you don't. But who said that? It was. Everybody was saying that. Tujman was saying that. Our president. He was saying that all the time that we are Croatian knights, and he was, and that was the difference between between uh, Croatia then and Croatia ten years after, like or Croatia then and Serbia then or ex Yugoslavia or, no, or Yugoslavia because they were called still Yugoslavia. And all that because, and it was good when you know that your president, the president of your country, is like a football fan. You know, he came twice to France, to France '98, the yeah, World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, and he cared about it. He knew personally all of us. We were going. Some of us were going on very not private, not one against one, but like dinners or conversations with him. Boban and Shuker more than us, but I was also once, you know, and you feel, you feel... It matters. It, also, it matters, of course. It makes you also a better player, more confident or whatever. It's nice, you know. It, at least it doesn't harm. At least it doesn't harm. So, uh, the adrenaline we have... Although the adrenaline there, 98, was... was, was we were more normal football team than 96. 96, we were army. We were like soldiers, we were like knights, as you have said. 98, still, we had more proud than other countries, other national teams. We had more because still we were very young countries, still the war was very recent, unfortunately, and all that. But we, we were becoming more like a normal national team. So as footballers... You were more experienced, more streetwise, tournament mentality, which we just talked about. And also you said you learned in 96 in the defeat, the narrowness of the quality gap against Germany was very, very small indeed. Yeah, but in the end, sorry to interrupt no, you, no, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's all great, like, you know, when you have a successful story, then, <laughs> then every month or every year you add something to make it like a Hollywood story, like you were more mature. We were... We do this, journalists do this. At the end of the day, I accept. We do this, end, and we we agree, because after your career, it it also helps you. You know what I mean? You like to talk about it, or you like to be talked about, and you like you love to be better player or bigger legend than you normally was or were. The difference between ninety six and ninety eight mm -hmm. in a game against Germany mm -hmm. is that we were more lucky 98 and 96 as you have said we weren't lucky I'm Germans were lucky I'm because really I remember the game I remember I played that game and I remember the game and I already had a joke in that game with Boban it's like uh, first 20 minutes they are all over us they are all over us and I go to Boban and I go to him Zvone, why don't we let them score a goal? And then they're going to sit a little bit back. And in the second half, Shuker's going to score anyway, because he always scores. Because this is like, we can't stand it. You know what I mean? They're, they're like, they're going 
they were better team, much better team. Ladic had a couple of great saves against Birov, nil-nil. Uh, and then, I think two minutes to go, two minutes before the halftime. Break, yeah. Two minutes before the break, Jarni scored a cracker for 25 meters or whatever, or 22, or a brilliant left Gorgeous foot. Goal. 1-0. So it's 1-0. And then, and then that player once got sent off. And we are going at a halftime. 1-0. And they are with 10 men. Oh, okay. Brilliant. So we come back. Second half. And again, they have a brilliant chance. Ladic again saved. And then Pof Vlaovic scored again, cracker. 2 0. And then, as I told you, like on Wembley, 2 0, we are the best team in the world. <laughs> then it could have been 5. Yeah. But we were. The difference. Okay, I agree. I'm, I like sometimes to talk extremes to get my point, you know. But I agree. We were more matured, we more believed. We entered the games. The, we entered the game that they are not better. Like as '96, we entered the game. Maybe we have a chance. Thinking better, yeah, but not believing. But '98, we believed that we can beat them. But if we are talking strictly about 19 minutes mm -hmm. there and there, '96, we weren't lucky. Maybe a lot of people are saying that '96 we had a better team. Then 98. Papa, but... Because uh, 96, we had Bokšić. 96, we had some players, some really, really good players. It just seems strange to call it luck when Yarny's goal is brilliant. It's not luck that Verns, that Verns is sent off, isn't luck. Things go your way, the cards fall your way. But that was their worst defeat in 44 years. My mm. argument is... The, the quality, the mentality, the, the, the unity of that creation team made you a better unit. Maybe we have so much to speak about and we're going to lose a lot of it, but we're going to finish at the end of 1998. So we finish with this about, you talked about luck. Lillian Turam scores two goals in his international career. Yeah. They're both against you. You're winning. One of them is off his left foot as if he was the greatest left-footed player ever. It's the better goal. The first goal is an overload. Let's leave that game aside. Let's leave Laurent Blanc aside, who, who pushed you in your face with his yeah, left hand. Okay. Today, it's a red card. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah, matter about... It was even then a red card, but okay. Uh, but today, there's no argument, because if you yeah. raise your hand and you touch a face, But it wouldn't have been red. an argument even then, if it wasn't home... Home side, you know, home side, uh, finals and all. Blanc and Laurent Blanc, they, 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 his nickname is Professor, you know, he's a very polite guy anyway. I liked him, you know what I mean? And I didn't want him to be sent off, but I, I was afraid of my, because I was already in booking, uh, with booking from the game against Romania. Uh, but, but anyway, okay. Uh, so I wonder, does, does, does Frank Leboeuf, ever send you a nice postcard <laughs> no. or a little phone call no, no, and no, say, no, no. hey Slavan, because okay, I say this because I'm reporting on the final and we go to the final and we see the team sheet and the first team sheet comes out and it says, oh animal, 
Edmundo. He's in the 11, the team sheet comes out, and 20 minutes later, the team sheet comes out again, and he's not there, and Ronaldo plays. And Ronaldo, it's so, it's so sad. Whoever wins the final, he shouldn't have been handicapped in that final, his first final. But downstairs in, in Stade Denis, as a group of reporters, because Frank LeBeouf knows us from the Premier League, and I'm saying to him, uh, Frank, you, you've won it, we've talked about winning it, what was the experience like? And he said, <laughs> at the time I thought it was a bad thing to say, now I, I understand. He went, it was easy. Because Ronaldo wasn't right. It was a mistake to play him. And I think anybody who loves football feels sorry that he didn't play at his full potential. But if it was easy, and Lillian Turam doesn't score the only two goals of his international career, then it's Croatia-Brazil. And it's you against a tired, sick Ronaldo. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. You tell, so tell me now. Do you never dream? You're such a practical man. You never dream that could have been us, not me, or if only, or gosh, how, or did you watch the final? No, I didn't even watch the final. Of course, I watched the highlights after, or whatever, Zidane's goal. Or, of course, I would have loved sometimes, like now, of course, you are, you are dreaming and all that, but to be fair, I, I, I think more about Euro 2008, if we are talking about disappointments or what could have happened. You've dealt with that brilliantly. This has been um, even more interesting and inspirational than, than we asked for. My instinct is to talk to you for another probably two and a half hours. But it's ten past eleven. Yeah. You're coaching a, a leading Premier League team. You need your rest. So let's not talk about what it felt like to grow up in Croatia, whether you felt Yugoslav or not. Let's not talk about your father. Let's not talk about law degrees. Let's not talk about Eduardo or Dembaba and the job he did for you at Besiktas. Yeah. Or let's talk about that another day. That's my request. I would love it. To be fair, I don't like, I don't mind interviews. They're part of my job, but there are interviews and interviews. You know, some of them you don't enjoy, some of them you, you like uh, because you have to do it or it's good for your profile, you know. It's, uh, it's not just obligation, it's good for you. But this is enjoy, this is pure hmm. joy, you know. This is not a no, it's not a normal one, but in a, in a most positive way. It's the one that you don't... Mm, it's like you are... The best interviews are when you are talking without really noticing that there are those... Those, how you call those machines, I don't know. know. Mobile phones with 17 missed calls (laughs) and tape recorders. Thank you very much. Slavin Village, you're off the hook. The Big Interview is produced by Backpage and me, Graham Hunter. The music you always hear, the music that you love, is Beer Jacket. You can keep up with everything that we do, within reason, by getting on the mailing list at grahamhunter.tv. How many times do I have to tell you? Yes, several thousand of you have done it, but come on, slackers at the back, sign up. That grahamhunter.tv site is also where you can buy the new updated version of my book, Barca, The Making of the Greatest Team in the World. It's my account of the Guardiola era at the camp now, from 2008 until 2012, plus Tito, Tata and Adios Johan Cruyff. 
it is in all good bookshops now, but it does also make a big difference to all of us who've worked on the project if you choose to buy direct at grahamhunter.tv forward slash books. You'll be sure to get the new edition and you will be helping us to continue producing independent content. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. Without you, this would be fun, but a lot less fun. See you soon.